0: Hello and welcome to the Gridiron Crew podcast. I am Danny McVeigh and I am joined by a panel who are all series contenders to replace Zach Wilson at starting QB for the Jets. We have a very warm welcome back to our very own lovable bear, Grant. How are you doing, buddy? It's been a wee minute since you were last on.
1: Aye, I'm good. I'm good. Looking forward to getting into this again. So oh,
0: It's been a minute. It's been up and down for your bears, isn't it?
1: I think it's all been done for a wee while, is it (laughs) not? But,
0: I mean... You peaked at beating the Pats, that was it.
1: Ah, you know, and should have scored 40 that day, but taking it easy on you, showing mercy and all that stuff, and build for next year. Oh, we appreciate it.
0: This man's team stinks worse than a Stilton or a Gorgonzola. Welcome back to our cheesehead, Liam McGee.
2: How you doing, fella? I'm good, thanks. What a welcome. Thanks, Hatch. It's true. Uh, Yes, yes, it's very true. And now we're getting Aaron Rodgers' injury. I know. Excuses. Now it's time to put him on IR. Wrap it up. No, <laughs> no no, 3
0: threepeat for him and the MVP anyway. Uh, point,
2: and just
0: to round up this league of very ordinary gentlemen, standing on the shoulders of his giants is Murdo. Murdo, welcome in, my man. How's it going? Hi, Danny. I'm good. Thanks, yourself? Oh, tickety-boo. It was a class week. I actually can't believe it's been... It was one kind of weekend there, just with that mammoth kind of Thursday run of games right through. It just felt like a massive long weekend of football, so it was class.
3: Yeah, no, definitely. You can't beat Thanksgiving weekend for for the action. Oh, it was awesome. Well, you you can when your team gets beat by the Cowboys, but (laughs) (laughs) what can you do?
0: What about you boys? Did you do anything for Thanksgiving? Did anything special or was it just a night in front of the
1: telly?
2: Some extra football, that was all there was, really, so can't complain.
1: I was trying to convince myself I was going to make myself a ducking, but so that's, a, <laughs> that's a task that I need to be more prepared for, rather than just, like, coming in and after work and going, before the game kicks off, I'm going to get one of them.
0: mean extended to like, a wafer pack of ham and a wafer pack of chicken and just rolled up a couple of slices <laughs> that wasn't as far as I got. <laughs> Nice one. Right. We have a pack show to get through. We'll be recam our top five games from what was definitely a fascinating Thanksgiving week 12, where all 32 teams were actually playing. Uh so again, maths is my strong point, and that was 16 games, but we'll pick our top five from that. But as always, before we get into all that, we've got an opening question for the panel. Now, guys, I don't know if you've seen it or not missed it in the Thanksgiving games, but you've probably seen it in social media afterwards. Dak. Prescott get that absolute pissed right pissed piss right right at him <laughs> uh, for having a photo of himself as his background and his phone. So here we go. Moment of truth. What do you guys have as your background and your phones? And what do you make a dak having a photo of himself? Lee, uh, Lee, Liam. I'm coming Lee, to you. Lee, <laughs> Lee. You can be Lee for the rest of the night. Oh, right? oh, thanks,
2: thanks. <laughs> Um, well, I've just got the classic family in the background. Nothing, nothing. Well, I shouldn't say nothing special. It sounds bad, doesn't it? But uh, special, of course. <laughs> hey, whose family, though? No Who's family? <laughs> <laughs> we can all keep a secret here. My oh, yeah, tell. <laughs> no, no, just all but my own. Um, no, but yeah, so. But going on to Dak, I suppose, as you say, is it a nice ego boost every time he looks down at his phone or something like that, maybe. I don't know. It's a bit strange, isn't it? Would you have it if you
0: were a quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys or your <sighs> lovely Packers, would you have a picture of yourself?
2: Uh, I suppose you would if you if you'd won a if you'd won a Super Bowl, you definitely would. But I suppose Dak's still together, isn't he? So is he a bit premature?
0: That's what his wife says. Anyway, Mordo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm like the I've got one of the family as well. So in the, in the middle it's myself. On my right, it's Danny Dimes. And I'm left at Saquon, Nice to be cosy family <laughs> photo. <laughs>
0: Are you the disappointing child or the
3: family member in that one? Are you the forgotten <laughs> brother? I know, I know. No, but um, with with Dak doing that, like to be fair, like I don't think there's anything wrong with having your hero as your background. So if that's if that's uh, what he <laughs> thinks, then <laughs> fire on mate. Right, G, what about you, my man?
1: Well, I've got Justin Fields doing the slip and slide in for the first game of the season. No, right. I don't really. No, I've got, photo, <laughs> I've got a photo. I've got a photo of my dog, like my wee pup. So that's what I've got. But talking about having it as your screensaver, it would be all right if he had it like it updated every week, so his stats were live, so they could keep a track it. But I'd be all right with that.
0: I bet somebody can make that harm. With Dak, it'd be a rollercoaster ride, though, but one week down the next, and then he'd been injured for three weeks after that.
1: I think it'd be more of an issue if it was, like, Jerry Jonesy's phone, and he's, like, he's the wallpaper on that, probably. What, a picture of Dak? Aye.
2: <laughs> he seems no, the type. He's
1: seen the type, did
2: not he? He's, he's, probably got, he's, probably, he's probably got Zeke, hasn't he? I, exactly, that's what I was going <laughs> to
0: say. And his wee t- crop top. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I only changed mine uh, this week because it's Christmas time now. I, I put a picture of my two boys in with their Christmas Santa hats on, but before that, it was Big Ange Postacoglu, so, uh, you know, just holding up that trophy. But uh, we'll, we'll come with that another day, I'm pretty sure. So. No, i say fair enough to that. If, hey, if I was a quarterback, I would have a picture of it. I'd look class, taps half, all that sort of stuff. It'd be amazing. <laughs> Right, nice one. Uh, well, we'll just get straight into the games there. There's no point in hanging about and uh, chewing the fat on other stuff. There's not really any big headlines to discuss. I'm sure there's injuries, which Keith will get to on Friday. So we'll get right into the games. So uh, it was the 7-3 and three Bills were at the 4-6 and Lions on Thanksgiving Thursday to kick off the weekend. And what a game we got. This was Buffalo's second game in five days at four field, and it was their second win. Uh, and they seen off the feisty lines to win, was it 28-25, uh, with Tyler Bass field goal with two seconds remaining. Uh, to me, it was still clear that Allen was dealing with some niggling injury to his elbow, but that final drive was almost perfect, you know, for the Bills quarterback. He's bullet to Stefan Diggs for 36 yards, then two rushes for 12 yards. That just helped to set up that win kick. So I've got to throw it to you, Liam. First of all, what did you see from that Bills team and that Bills win?
2: Yeah, it's a two-two game winning streak now, isn't it for them? So um, home from home, as you were saying, um, I've, what, two weeks in a row, and the lines then. So, but I, th- I think you got me impressed. Allen's kind of bounced back a wee bit, I think, from his injuries kind of he's kind of had. And as you say, that kind of last drive, it was like 23 seconds left in the clock or something like that to get up for the for the winning winning score, so all in all, I think you, you would take that, and I suppose lines kind of kind of stayed thereabouts, but Bills, Bills made it over, over the line
0: uh, I love They that. did, they did you know, for me, when I was watching it, I just can not believe say, just the game that Ed Oliver was having in defence, he was just an absolute yeah. wrecking machine, uh, yeah. he looked unplayable at times, he and that's what you need, you know, if you've got a banged up QB there, you want to be about help for your defence and
2: Yeah, well know. they got that they got that as well the safety. It's always nice to see a safety, it's always fun. Um Exactly. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, well I, I, it was uh, my man, Ed Oliver, I just said there, he was the one that actually had the sack that led to the safety and did another fourth fumble as well. So but that partnership just keeps on growing, doesn't it? I don't know if we can grow any more. To be honest, Alan and Digs—they just seem intertwined, like the same brain, isn't it? No, just know, no matter what routes they run, they're just always there.
2: I know. To think they—they, they, you know, acquired them in a trade. That's a definitely paid off big time, isn't it? So, yeah.
0: well, I, I'm not feeling too sorry for the Vikings since they picked up Jefferson well, with, that. Is that, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> with that pick. So, <laughs> uh, but there was, a, I guess, a couple injuries though. In note. For the Bills coming off the back of that game, it could be massive coming down the stretch. Von Miller went off, which could potentially be season-ending. At the time of this recording, I've not really had an update on it. I don't know if MD has, but there was talk of knee sprains and other stuff that could see him out for a large part of the season. So that could be a big issue. And also left tackle, Dion Dawkins, left the game with injury as well. So they're definitely something to monitor. And uh, Let's face it, it's the biggest game of the season coming up next week for them. You know, mighty Patriots are playing them. I'm not going to you know, I've got a funny feeling now. The tide's turning. The AFC East is coming our way again. Uh, but no. the,
2: B- the Bills are still chasing, aren't they? They're, now se- they're still second, aren't they? I think. Well, that's it. At
0: the end of the day, Miami's rolling. So yep. they're going, there's, I don't think they really afford to drop any more games if they've got hope of any anyway, retaining the AFC East. So it'll be interesting to see. What about you guys? What did you see from the Lions, Grant? We'll chuck it to you.
1: I must admit, the Lions for me, have, as much as I hate to say it, because they're obviously a part of the division, um, I think they look great. They? they just they seem to never disappear in games. I think that's a big thing. You, you never seem to be able to ever blow them away. You you would like to think the Bills would be too strong for them in that. And I th- if I'm right enough, was it not the Bills scored a touchdown? Then it was. They got a fumble and then they scored a quick touchdown again to get like, to take the lead. And you're just sitting there going, That completely stole the momentum away for And at that point, I thought the Lions were just marching up and down the field. And uh, St. Brown is like, He was a superstar late on last season. He just appeared out of nowhere and he's just carried on where he was. He, he's looking great for them. I just I just sit there and I struggle, wig off. I, I don't know if he's the answer there. So, Although he's solid, it's, I don't know. I don't I don't know what they're missing, but they're missing something to make them a really good team.
0: A defense it's called.
3: I have to agree with you there, Grant. Um, golf definitely limits that team. You see, as soon as he's under pressure, his arch just collapses. So no, he's definitely limited in there. But who doesn't love watching the Detroit Lions just now? They're like, class, is yeah, just, uh, you know, it's going to be exciting. And Dan Campbell's play calling, it's so ballsy. Like, like twice during the game, he went for it on fourth down, which resulted in two touchdowns. So how many coaches are going to say, you know what, let's just take the three, just take the field goal? But he's like, nope. Strap That's yourself in, we're going for it, boys. So no, I, I I love watching them. But like you're saying, Danny, with the defence, as soon as Josh Allen took off, they had no clue. It's like they didn't realise he was a Joe threat quarterback. It is incredible. Yeah, sure. How the hell you the stop
0: <laughs> somebody that size, that weight, running that fast. I wouldn't Who, want to. Who's then got a can in an arm? That's just he is a cheat code at times,
3: isn't he? Uh yeah. That, that, to be fair, but still, you're you're going to have to. It was like they didn't even plan for him yeah. running at times.
0: Yeah, but I guess the great thing for Lions going mm-hmm. forward, they know fine well that Goff is. A bridge quarterback, he is, and he's doing very well. I'm sure he'll find a, a good backup role or a, a decent role with some other poor team coming up next year. The Jets.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're laughing. We'll, we'll wait and see what happens there. That are De- Denver, obviously. Uh, <laughs> well, that's true. I, I, we'll come back to that. I'm pretty sure, but no. But I think the one for me was Goff. It was in the fourth quarter. It was wide open. I forget who he had wide open. And he just missed him. He could have been 20, 30 yards down the field, you know. And I don't know if it was going for a tie, uh, tie in the game. I mean, not just so much football played since then. But he it, it, but it was just way off his throw. And it kind of reminded me back to when the Rams, the Super Bowl game with us at the Patriots, you know, you just get him just a wee bit flustered. Just get a wee bit of pressure on him, and he just collapses. His arse, just goes under him. And but what did they have to look forward to? The fact that Rams have completely shit the bed. They've got Rams first round pick. There's a good chance of going <laughs> up with a top five pick anyway, and a good team. You never know; they could end up actually getting a franchise quarterback in the next draft as well. If, so,
1: if they're going for that, I just since you have brought it up, I was looking at it. The Bears could end up with a second pick. I'll take both of the Lions' first round picks this year and we'll move out a second, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at this rate, I think they could end up picking third. I don't think they'll move up much.
0: Uh, and they could have a choice of good quarterbacks that are coming out. You know, this draft is looking good. Uh, but no, I think a couple of n- notes to mention. There was uh, the debut boy, uh, was it was James Houston, the linebacker for the Lions. End up with two sacks in his first game. So, it's okay. so a way to make a statement. Indeed,
1: indeed. Uh, also, we keep you can't gloss over how good the unsung hero of Jamal Williams has been this season. I I seen a stat flash up during the game, and it was like his first touchdown was fifty-eight yards he ran, then it was like forty-one, then it was thirty-something, and then for the last, I can't even remember how many, but it's like one yard, one yard, one yard, one, <laughs> yard, one yard, one yard. The old man was just fucked at that point.
2: Yeah, Going to on that, Grant, I saw that like, I think Williams is now, like, what has he got, I think, 13th touchdown in a year or something like that. And that's now only Barry Sanders in Lions history have had more in a season or something like that, which is mental. Really? Um, yeah, it's... partly. That's why I was going to
0: draft Swift, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'll be interesting to see what goes forward with this one. Uh, I think the Lions think everybody much, pretty much agrees. Are we, are we, would you fork them you, enough to say, right, they're done, they're not making the playoffs? in a dodgy NFC they're currently what's that uh, they were 4-6 my maths game right there 4-7 and seven. but they're not still
2: second enough. still
0: second
2: in the north I, I thought they were subbed <laughs> in the north are they not no I think they're second still because good old Packers <laughs> lost I think mm-hmm. obviously lost but so I think they're still second the other thing I, I found funny did you, did you hear the commentary when they jinxed the, the field goal the missed field goal yes <laughs> G- Jim Nance <laughs> at his finest <laughs>
0: Aye, there's no word he has got a for like, 29 <laughs> yards or whatever. First, first that season? Aye, it was classic. Uh, you can just hear him going, ah, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 but, but the Bills now, 8-3, they're obviously a game behind Kansas. They just need to keep rolling, they just need to try and get through this period of uncertainty with all the injuries they've got. I think they've still got Rousseau, I know they've got... Uh, Milano back they've got quite a few other injuries in defence uh, as I said, mentioned Von Miller Kaboot, Dion on uh, Dawkins' left tackle could a massive Allen's still rolling with this injury I think they will just be sort of dying to get to the end of the season it's got a bit of a tough schedule coming up You know, I know fine well, they've got two very hard games coming up but I think uh, I just,
2: <laughs> just noticed that last game do. of the season Is it against the Pats as well
0: oh, that's not it. Big... We'll, we'll have taken first seed by that point. It's fine. <laughs> we'll go easy on them. Uh, no, So it'll be interesting going forward just to see how their season actually pans out. But I, I still fancy them to make a good run in, in January. What do you guys think?
1: I think the firepower there, you, you would be foolish to say, even with the injuries to the, that they've got to their defence, you'd be really struggling to say, you don't look at them in nearly every game and say, I fancy them to win that. It might be close, but you always say I think they've got enough to get through it. It's just when they start to hit the big teams like the Chiefs, will they come up big? Because every game comes close then and it's you're looking for... Sometimes it is your defence that just needs to make that play or somebody unknown appears and if you've got your main guy in Allen, carrying an injury it can totally derail that. Yeah.
0: Well... Just need me to see I say that they are now what was that eight and three? They're at next week, they'll be eight and four. So that's got to be tough for them. <laughs> <laughs> they, I'm moving on for that, right? So the seven and three Ravens travel to Duval County to take on the four and six Jacksonville Jaguars. And what was for many game of the week, uh, Jacksonville stunned the Ravens to win 28 27 with a two point conversion to say Jones before, and that was then before. The kitten god, Tucker, attempted a 67-yard field goal and come up a bit short, but apparently he was hitting them for 70 pre-game. It was just awesome, just excitement. What a game. Trevor Lawrence really shone through in this game-winning drive. Uh, there was 2 2 he played, no timeouts left, starting his own 25-yard line. Trevor just marched down the field, completed the drive, a lovely pass to Marvin Jones, finished off with that two-point conversion to Zay Jones, and bang, they take the win to 28-27. That was a bit of a stunner. Right, so let's put it over to Murdo. What did you make of the Jags in this game?
3: My favourite part of this game had to be Jackson DeVille. In his stars and stripes, <laughs> what a guy! I don't. I, if he was in his usual uniform, wearing his wearing his jersey, there's no way Jacksonville will win this game. they have gone out and says, "Look at the balls on that guy. Let's grow a set and let's take this take this to the uh, to, to the Ravens." But like Trevor Lawrence, this season has been been solid enough. But I think that to, like that game was his breakout game. It's a fairly clean game. Lost a fumble, but um, yeah, no, yeah, I played well. It was absolutely clutch in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter um, going down the field. And it seemed like you had playmakers there. Like there was guys making big plays, like Zay Jones, Marvin Jones, um, Christian Kirk, all making big plays for them. And just one of like Zay and Marvin Jones. So we've got Wilson squared. Was it Jones? Cu- JJ cubed on? Thursday. So, what we're going to do for for Zedri and Marvin Jones? Yeah. <laughs> You're on your own. That. Huh? I'm, I'm, I'm... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not smart <laughs> enough to make something up for it.
0: Somebody else can come up with that. Somebody smart and clever knows. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like or stew or something. They'll they'll
3: yeah. call, they'll come up something good. Let us know. Let us know on Twitter.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> that sounds like the smart person show on Friday morning when theirs comes out. We'll, we'll we'll stick with the
3: the dafties here. <laughs> But no, I think at times though, when you are watching that game, you're, you had the the, um, the fear that it was going to be the same old jags, just kind of chucking it away and not being able to to do much. And do you know what? I don't think there was anyone that thought Tucker was missing that final field goal. It,
0: it and was from what I got, Luke went it? in as well. Because the camera if you were right behind it. It's like that's straight. That's me. That's me. And there's. <laughs> Just sure, your... <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know where they're hanging though because they tried that squib kick, didn't they? And they just gave them such mm-hmm. a short field, and it was like, oh no, they've done it, they've hibbed it. But <laughs> oh, wait. We... The... no. But I would say that the faith that I don't know what you thought about the faith that Peterson showed in Trevor Lawrence Grant for that two
1: point conversion. You've got to be... how many coaches would have ter- Well, Urban Meyer would have went for two. But he would have probably Been blown out the Ravens already So it wouldn't have mattered at that point <laughs> Um I, I I don't know that You need to credit The decision to go for it And try and win it And to be fair on that drive Was it not something like Three fourths and longs that they had converted And also f- two fourths and Longs as well And at that moment When Trevor was playing the way he was playing I don't no, if I would have, I think I would have put it in his hands and said, on you go, go and win it Showed great faith in
0: it and that's what you want for a proper head coach and you mm-hmm. know, Doug Peterson for much he was maligned a lot when towards his end he's Eagle sort of tenure but he's a grown up you know, away from the days of you know, bloody well, Urban Meyer and everybody else uh, Doug Marone, and you know, other guys that they, they had in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. they've actually got somebody in there who looks, he's a quarterbacks coach. You know, we've seen that when they, what he was doing with Carson Wentz as well. And they just like you said, Trevor was absolute rolling in this game. It's just like, here, go and do it, man. You know, and mm-hmm. I think what you've mentioned, Murdo earlier about the fact that he was clutch. That was, how many, I was going to say rookies, but again, second year quarterbacks, after the first season they've had, that is basically a write-off. They are still basically rookies. You know, and their arse would have collapsed at that point. But no, nah, just carried the whole game on his shoulders, marched down. It was, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. I, I long may continue. I'd like to see more of uh, a fun Jags team. A wee bit while we talking about the Lions, you know, and they've, they've got some good weapons there. Although one of them went
1: out injured in second in quarter. Uh, didn't look good for ATN. It didn't look good for any of my fantasy teams either. <laughs> <laughs> I must be the guy that invested so heavily in Etienne throughout this whole off-season. I was like, he's going to be the guy. And just when he starts rolling, that happens. But I think there's also got to be a part before we like kick over to talk about the other side, but this is the fourth two-score lead that the Ravens have gave up this season to lose. Aye, yeah. Well, that's so that-
0: it was a big narrative early in the season, wasn't it? I remember talking about it a lot actually on here. The first couple of episodes it was just how often they like to give
3: up leads, especially in the fourth quarter. And the, the thing with the Ravens, though, out with like Lamar and Mark Andrews, they don't have much else on offense.
1: Not now with the injuries as well. But okay, Gus Edwards, come on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: William, well, you tell us about it. What did you see from oh, yeah. I,
2: kind of, I was thinking the same thing? Well, I think was it the first three drives, the red zone trips they just ended, ended up field goals sort of thing. It kind of sums up as you say, lack of they've had all those injuries, they lost their wide receivers. I think it was was it Jackson was back running, had a nice run, but that's yeah, going to that level, you know, it's like a dire straits on the offensive front. Um, that
0: that was a lovely completion. To it, be was two, two, well, it was about It was sixty-two
2: yards or something mm-hmm. like that. That was I think that I think was that I think that kind was of most, think, days, wasn't yeah. it. Yeah, two receptions or seventy-four yards or something like that. So that was probably most of it in that one. That one throw.
0: Aye, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was about sixty-two yards. But sort of has happened with the Ravens? They're a very hard team to kind of Suss out and It's hard to see where they're actually going to go. And the if I think they still make the playoffs, but I'm struggling to kind of see what kind of team they are.
2: No, well, they're still top. I think Bengals obviously breathing down their neck, but as you say, you just like even like the week before, what was it last week? They were one thirteen three or something like that. The week before, and it was just you just. I just can't. I can't see without, without Jackson doing it all. Who else is going to do it? So
1: I, I just don't see. I think this is the same you know how you like to see like progression obviously in your teams and you want to see changes and where they've been lacking previously. And I know that obviously we don't actually know what will happen with Lamar Jackson with his contract, but I think this feels like the same Ravens team that we've been watching for four years. It doesn't actually look like they've changed at all. They're doing the same things. Their defense is meant to be the strength and you can't say Lamar Jackson didn't put them in position to win. He scored yeah. two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Like yeah. what more yeah. do you want them to do? And I know they're obviously better than now, but still against the Jags. Like, you kind of score two touchdowns in that last quarter and still lose.
0: Yep. And you thought team, hey, uh Rocco on Smith. Sorry, does that still hurt you, mate? Uh, <laughs> but, I, but you thought, again, adding to it, just adding all these pieces I, to it that looked like, okay, this could be a very. Yeah, that kind a, of pushed Defense. And then one week you say they're putting up kind of single digit. Points are against them. Next minute, they're thrown away. You know, fourth quarter leads to to the Jacksonville. So, mm-hmm. I just kind of out. Sus- I think whoever does get, it, if they do make the playoffs, I think whoever gets them will be kind of licking their lips mm-hmm. a bit. Lamar looks like he's heads in his contract. He's doing his best,
2: but he's definitely not as dynamic as he was. No, I suppose he can just stack the. I suppose teams stack the box a bit now because he's what weapons have they got. A wide
0: receiver, very true. As
2: you say, except
0: from Andrews, as you mentioned, tight end, but Devin Duvernay, he stepped up, he's played pretty well. Yeah, uh, they've had their moments. yeah, and they've tried to bring in Isaiah Likely and you know, the tight end and Andrews, but you know, it's not an elite offense anyway that's got to take you a deep run, so it's disappointing. But we'll, again, you never know, stranger things happen in uh, this game. But well, I thought it was a great game anyway. I don't know about you, mm-hmm. it was just. Excuse. Totally, I
1: thoroughly I I really enjoyed that. I'm actually I quite like the Jags, like I kind of always have. Don't know why, don't know if it's like the proper underdog thing. Know that the Bears only are not an underdog, <laughs> <same> time, but <laughs> like genuinely, I've always quite liked the Jags. And just watching them, I'm like, they could be a good team. Like, I see enough in them to go, they could be a good team. I, it's just of no really go the parts now, but. They're quite a young team still, so I like to think that they're going to improve, but I, I they'll, they'll surprise quite a few teams, and if Lawrence keeps doing what he's doing, but I think the Ravens, it's a big question marks with him.
2: I suppose then uh, next year they've got Ridley coming, don't they? In theory, the Jags? Yes. Well.
0: Which could be tasty if you match up with Kirk or Tom, but, okay, Z Jones still looks okay. Marvin Jones probably getting a wee bit long in the tooth now, but still mm-hmm. a capable wide receiver four, you know if they can put some investment into their defence then you just never know what they could do well and, and to be honest we're talking about as if a team that's never been there it was only what three four years ago they were actually in the FC Championship game so with, with Blake Bottles at quarterback with Blake Bottles <laughs> that's it A uh, legend <laughs> we'll pass on we don't like to remember what happened in that Super Bowl Uh Right, we'll move on to the next game. Right, so last year's AFC champions, the Cincinnati Bengals headed to Tennessee to take on last year's AFC number one seed, the Titans, in a match that I personally did think was going to be match of the week. And for me, it didn't disappoint. I thought uh, Bengals won their third straight game. It was 2016 over the Titans to move to 7-4. They had no Joe Mixon, they had no Jamar Chase. It was all down to T. Higgins to score the game winning touchdown. And that was with like 13 minutes, I think 42 left in the game. But I don't know, this game ended in the weirdest of fashions. It was a, a kick and a field goal with a minute 53 left. The Titans were flagged for unnecessary roughness after hitting the long snapper. It just ended the game in a total whimper. Just it, for me, this one was so surprising, though. Because uh, I'm going to get... To, just before I hand it over to the Bengals, right? Murdo, tell me about the Titans here. Was this not the most un Vrabel loss ever? Look, that, that's just
3: poor coaching. Surely, you know, you don't hit the long snapper. Yeah, I, that, that was ridiculous. Like You must be thinking, well, do you know what, we're only seven points back. We've got just shy of two minutes on the clock. Let's get moving. We've got Derek Henry... Surely we can get down the field, but yeah, yeah. Such a like you say, just odd. Just and like it ends it ends in a bit of a damp squib. I, um, I, I don't know who it
0: was got flied for it. I, I didn't even uh, know his name. Kevin Strong. Kevin Strong. That's who I, I, I was going to go for that. But I thought this is getting recorded. Do I make more than arse myself? <laughs> <laughs>
1: the best uh, thing about that is, you know prior to that. That it's the same like when you used to play amateur football, and you would always say right before like a corner or something, you just go, "No stupid fouls, no stupid fools. <laughs> as soon as that's harmed. you're
0: up an elbow. I. <laughs> uh, but it was just. I, I... As I say, I, I don't know, he might be the Bengals and he's him or something like that. I, I'm not quite figured about it, but it just, just to go with such a whimper, like you say, you're like, okay, two-minute drill here. Let's see what they can do. The Titans, you know, they were looking good. We were, we spoke about them on Thursday show, saying that they were basically this unspoken team who looked pretty dangerous. Don't think anybody's got a way to face them. And then getting down like that was a bit disappointing, but... Let's throw it over then. Liam, tell us about the Bengals. What did you see from them? Are they looking like that AFC championship team once no, again?
2: No, I think that was Was it another another win after the divisional win last year against the Titans? I think it's a third straight win or something like that against them. So and I think I think mean the big stat was keeping King Henry to what thirty-eight yards or something like that and seventeen carries. That so kinda came over oh the defense kind of stepped up there, which I suppose for the Bengals it's all all been about battling. Chase and mix all that, you know, as and obviously Higgins Higgins this week. So I think that's the main thing to kinda of note that maybe their the defense is still starting to turn up as well, going into the straight, into the home straight.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. As I said, they're also down a few quality players. I think Jamar Chase was close to playing this yeah. game, but just yeah. just decided to hold them out for this one. But it's not, get...
2: bad, it's not bad, it's not by the second. Second wide receiver to have in Higgins.
0: He's no, not at all. Man, mountain when you
2: see him. <laughs> oh,
0: oh he's a beast, isn't he? And uh, he's superb. Again, I'm not doing my uh, host duties very well, but I forget the name of the the tight end caught that beautiful catch down the oh, the, that was... the touch line. I, it but, was some catch wasn't. But it? again, it just to me. Irwin, just, Irwin that's that's it. Was that's the yeah. one? Aye, Steve. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> 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 uh, but he just you know, he was spreading the ball a bit. Out a bit, you know, and there's obviously quite, you know, they do have a lot of weapons there. Uh, i be interested to see because again, that's another team that folk aren't going to want to see getting hot at this time of the season. And that's
2: what got... he did last year, wasn't it? Burrow just kind of went on a hot streak. So,
1: well, an interesting statistic that I heard the day on Good Morning Football is Joe Burrow is seven and oh after if his average passing is over seven and a half yards apparently.
0: That is a quality statistic, and he'll appreciate it, the fact it's Bengals related. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, and obviously with the mixing, really in the mix, it was Pirine that stepped up, uh, and I managed to snatch him away in a couple of fantasy (laughs) leagues, and uh, obviously he was still on my bench, so that worked well for me, but again, it just looks like they've got abundance of riches there, it looks like they've got actually a bit of depth in that offence anyway. Uh, I don't know what you thought about it Liam.
2: No I think so I think like as I say Peering stepping in for Mixon. We got a touchdown again this week So after what's three touchdowns the week before so it's not a bad backup to have or uh, even now it'll be interesting to see going forward Will they do a sort of committee now with Mixon. It'll be interesting to see where they go so
0: um, Break them in gently <laughs> No, Grant. What, what did you see from the the Titans then? you know, for me, there was no touchdowns and three trips to the red zone. Uh, Derek Henry kept quiet again, and they a team that's just got to continue to just kind of limp on, not really do much. Is, do you see anything here that suggests that they can actually make a push into the postseason?
1: Well, my big brother will follow with me about this because he's only just started watching the NFL, and he picked the Titans as his team. And uh, he seems to think everything he texts to me he's like we're Super Bowl bound, but I I don't see it. I don't think you win no any place. champ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're winning any championships with Tannehill, and and I know that the Titans have kind of plodded along without having any real passing game. Like, at least for the games that I've been watching, I don't think that their passing game looks that strong. They're relying so heavily on Derek Henry, who is getting on a bit. Um I just, got to tell that to his face. No, but I don't need you. <laughs> like, I don't ask me to tackle him either. But <laughs> I just, I, I don't see it. And I'm starting to, like, the more they move into it and the more I see them, like, losing games, I'm starting to go, at this point, do you start to look at, Malik Willis and just putting them in and trying to rebuild that young offence off of something else turn it into something else because let's be honest the Titans have been there or thereabouts and they've never ever they've never got there they've never been the finished article and I'm I'm not hot on them I don't I don't see them as this team that everybody says oh they're going to be a really tough test obviously they're a decent enough football team but I just I don't rate them as highly as maybe everybody else seems to I, still I don't think know. They're missing
0: AJ Brown. You know, I know Burks was injured and he's kind of come back, but I still, just think they're missing that other piece just to light lift the load from Henry. You know, not mm-hmm. off entrance through him. He's a quiet game. they are doing nothing.
3: Yep. With the Titans, though, you can't say that they, you can't say that they have to like kind of put in Willis just now because they're pretty much guaranteed to make the playoffs when you look at the yeah. AFC South. South, yeah. Um a
1: little bit you've got it...
3: you've got both the Colts and the Jags on four wins and then the Texans on one. So you hmm. know they're definitely making the playoffs, and then you get to knock out football. And they'll hold Anything the whole can game. Happen. So do you trust Malik Willis in his first season? There like you've got to stick with Tannehill.
1: Nobody, oh, you think you're yeah. winning a championship with Tannehill? That's, I think that's my problem. I
3: don't knock out football, anything can happen, you know. The, You've these got to get a chance, someone. But I think, I think the Tennessee Titans need to change their name to the Tennessee Henrys because when he doesn't play, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> they were just they just seem so bland. Um, yeah. like, there was just not, not a lot about them. Like, you had 117 scrimmage yards, and half of them came on the one run where got a fumble <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> like, what are some of these plays from the Tennessee Titans on, on Sunday? A fumble touchdown, and <laughs> that play to end the game. Like, crazy.
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah, and that's what I say. It's so unlike Mike Vrabel, because they're always usually so well coached. You know, if you see Zach Taylor going up against Mike Vrabel, you know, nine times out of ten, I'm going for Vrabel. But just... I don't know one one of these maybe freak games. I'm sure uh, he'll get them whipped into shape for uh, next week. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the Bengals go. They're long ahead. They've got Kansas City next week, which should be a cracker. They should have mixing and chase back for that. I guess we'll find out then what team we're actually got there. Whether it's going to be another repeat of the AFC Championship game for last year. You know, can they overcome them again, or are they still this team that's just not quite there.
1: But any other thoughts, Gladys, or are you happy to move on from that one? I think the Bengals, they've just been a slow burner because they started quite slow this year. And then like the additions to the role line seem to be a bit better as well. So I think they could be I think they overtake the Ravens and their division to top that. So I think they could go on a push.
0: You heard it here for folks? Grant says, put your mortgage on it. (laughs) Right, we'll move on to the next game. Right, so we have the lowly and serious under pressure, three and seven Las Vegas Raiders were on the road up the uh, the Pacific Northwest to take on this year's surprise package in the six and four Seattle Seahawks. Finally, there are 12 members of the Gridiron crew and all 12 predicted that the 12s would win this one. We get that one completely wrong, didn't we? we were just totally a wee bit. screwed. Uh Josh Jacobs blew up for 303 total yards from scrimmage, two touchdowns, including a game winning, 86 yard overtime run. Uh just broke the Seahawks' hearts in on that one. Uh Aye, so you said Lamar's playing for a contract. <laughs> <laughs> At this rate, he's getting odd the Benjamin's thrown right on. But I know what. This game just started off shaky for the Raiders, it looked like the first play, know, it was just going to be another one of those games for them, you know, <laughs> just put Derek Carr in the bin, take bloody Josh McDaniels with him. yeah, Liam, how did this one go about then?
2: I think it was, oh, as you said in the intro, it was all about one player really, wasn't it, what, 303 yards, I think that was like the most in franchise history, seventh most in, in what, since the Super Bowl area or something like that, it was crazy, I don't know what happened to the Seahawks defense at all. He just it was absolutely parted
0: like the Red Sea. Did, especially did, in that final 86 yard run, wasn't it? Just... it's
2: like making or breaking people's hearts, that was. So um but not all around. Like I suppose the kept um Adams was what he had like 70 odd yards, I think. So he was relatively quiet for, for Adams. But they didn't really need him, did they? So well, he
1: had one good catch. What a catch. <laughs> it, was, it was a catch, to be <laughs> fair, it was. But yeah, it that
0: that deserves a conversation this whole <laughs> night, because that wasn't a good catch. That
1: was hey, unbelievable. That must break your heart, Liam. That must break your heart. <laughs> Slowly, but surely, but it's all right. We've got Watson now. We've got Watson. It's fine. It's all
0: fine. It was almost the nonchalant way that he actually caught the ball. It's almost like he just turned around and just like cradled it like a baby in his arms, you know, just one hand. It's like, this, I know what? You know, It was
3: amazing. He was, he was walking home from the shops on a Sunday morning with a paper. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Unreal. It was like he was taking his Wee Seattle DB for
2: a Wee Walk. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, what a catch. I, I, yeah. But yeah, but even even the other like you know also the cat even like Ra- the Raiders, even though it was Jacob, even when they had White in or Abdullah in, they were still breaking off chunk runs, like and you know, it was just it's just all you needed to do. But you yeah, I suppose they eventually went in overtime, but you thought Raiders were going to do raiders' things when they missed that field goal in overtime, um and handed it back to the, the Seahawks. Um so that's just a classic classic Raiders this season, just giving it all a chance. So
0: it was still a lengthy field goal, it was another fifty-six 50, it was. Yards yeah, yeah you, was can't really bl- so you can't
2: really blame it, Carlson's was Carlson's lucky, like,
0: yeah. okay. you still want him? still hope he can make that, but it's yeah. definitely a 50 50 that yeah. one, that yeah. distance. No, no.
2: Uh, to be fair to the kicker, to be fair to the kicker club, yes, that's correct, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we when they've got guys like you know, uh, Waller and stuff out, still you know, big uh, what's your name, Moreau. Really stepped
2: up. He'd set a lot of big plays. I think he actually caught the game tie tying and... uh, f- uh, touchdown. Yeah, touchdown. Yeah, yeah, indeed, yeah. And then I suppose on the other side they've got Crosby. I'm always when you see Crosby play on the other side, Max Crosby, he's he's got to be right up there now with one of the most talented, talented defensive players, hasn't he? So he's just I love him. I he's, think
0: he's one of my favourite. Yeah, he's uh, just a, He's fun a, to he's watch, 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 isn't he? I think
2: so. An absolute and destroyer. He got, just yeah, and he's. He sacked, he sacked Gino, I think, as well near the, um I think got the sack on the the overtime drive, just um, um, to to get him to punt it. So he's just a game wrecker, really, when he, when they need him to be. Yeah, uh, I actually saw. I'm pretty sure I saw an appearance of Chandler Jones at some point in
0: this game as well, which was uh, a surprise. He's sort of went missing since he traded over to the Raiders from the Cardinals, but sure uh,
3: he re- he recovered a fumble.
0: Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Jesus! I shot him in the wild. Where's he beating on <laughs> you? Because uh, that was always going to be that double-headed monster that was going to, you know, take the the AFC West by storm, you know, and finally get to Herbert and Mahomes, and you know, Max seemed to be carrying a lot of that weight himself. So
2: just McDaniel's hiding him somewhere, somewhere in the in the in the midst of it all.
0: Just playing Dope my rope, just waiting for his chance to pounce, then break him out of him. <laughs> when they're already three games. Uh, down or whatever it is, anyway. Yeah, uh yeah, no, it was it was quite a gutsy performance anyway for the Raiders. Uh again, like I said, our whole crew here did not see this one. We all backed Seattle to go and win this one at home front of the 12s. And given this sort of season, though, before we just get to that, I'm interested, Grant. Did DK catch that ball in the final driver regulation? I know they say they didn't, but what we was your instinct at the time? Do you think he caught it?
1: I've kind of flip-flopped on it all the way, like, thinking about this, because I knew this was going to come up my mind. I wonder, did he? I'm, I'm going where he didn't. I just don't think he did. <sighs> it's, it's one of the ones, right? See if that's my team. He definitely caught that ball. <laughs> 100% <laughs> caught it. I think he's have seen enough of me shouting through the like, in our group chats and that, uh, like, decisions going against my team. But if that was my team, I would be screaming that he caught that ball. Yeah. Murdo,
0: if DK Metcalf walked up to you and said he caught that ball, did he catch that ball?
3: Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, like no, going down, he didn't have it under control. Like, no,
0: it looked loose. he didn't. He. But, uh, yeah, it was obviously a pet of... A, Pivotal play going in, because it was obviously the final drive of regulation time, you know, if they cut that, you never know how that game finishes. But is the, Murdo, is the Seattle hype starting to slow down? You know, there's that famous Bill Purcell quote that the season only starts after Thanksgiving. Are we now seeing that they've kind of blown their load and that's them now starting to just kind of peter out for the rest of the, the
3: season? <laughs> It's a tough one because you know they still managed to hang up thirty-four points, and if you're hanging up thirty-four points against the Raiders, surely you're thinking you're winning, you know? Like the defense turned up for the first quarter, two interceptions, a sack, and then they took three quarters off. So I don't know if if the bubble's burst there yet. Like they've still got some nice pieces. Like the rookies still look really good, but they're not they're not rolling the way they were before. Like when they played the Giants they looked I thought they looked brilliant but I would I would fancy the Giants against them now Um just it seems after the buy, they've lost a bit of momentum but I still think they're I still think they're a decent side
0: still think they can take the NFC West
3: no 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 <laughs> no <laughs> we'll no <laughs> yeah. yeah to be honest but I did say that they could take the NFC West I forgot all about the 49ers
1: <laughs> Yeah. I ju- they seem to have just like completely slowed down now. To be fair, I've been sitting waiting on Gino to start to become Gino of old again. So, like it's it's a matter of time; it's going to happen. But the last couple of weeks, everybody was talking about Kenneth Walker as if he was going to be the next to beast mode, and I don't even know what he's. I've not got on my hand what he starts for. But the last couple of weeks, I know he scores a couple of touchdowns and stuff, but the running game has not really been effective for the Seahawks at all
2: recently. Yeah. I think it was fourteen cash for twenty-six yards. yards. Twenty-six yards, I think it was. It was yeah, so it was. It was a bit strange. But I see I two mean, touchdowns thrown in, but
0: yeah, so but it, is that it, good play by the Raiders though? Are we, are we giving them a a or are we doing them a disservice here, or?
1: I'm going to be honest, I only picked the Seahawks because I was fed up of picking the Raiders and never getting it right. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's what I said on Twitter when I was like, show oh, me once, shame me, yeah, mm-hmm. or shame you, you know, and it was mm. just, yeah, I'd, I'd finish buying them. Right, let's move on to our last game. Uh, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming off a bye. They were travelling to the Cleveland Browns for what is most likely Jacoby Brissett's Last start for the Browns as Deshaun Watson returns from an 11-game suspension. Uh, Nick Chubb punched in from three yards with 19 seconds left in overtime to stun the Bucks, 23-17. This loss moves Tampa to five and six, but somehow are still top of the basket case NFC South. Uh, yeah, what did you see from this one from a, a Browns point of view, Murdo?
3: Right, so you just covered off their Nick Chubb punching it in from three yards to win the game. Why on earth are you not just kicking the field goal? A field goal wins that. You're rushing that ball, you're risking fumbles, you're risking getting stuffed. You're missing yeah, that. Chubb's Trump, miss. brilliant, but pff, you must have just have no faith in Cade York at all.
0: He's missed a few... Kicks that you kind of expect him to make, and anyway, where you've got the beast that is Nick Chubb in your backfield, and you're three yards out.
3: That's a that's a chip shop. He could have done it with his like weak foot. A rabona. <laughs> 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 but I think I think with the Browns, you got to feel for Brissette. Like he on their um touching, like he played with so much heart out there, blocking for a uh, for Schwartz, for him just to like, rot now
0: for a scumbag to come in. Yeah, I'll always love Jacoby. Just, you know, Patriots drafted him. I always like to see him do well. So he was a decent quarterback. And he'll, he'll be a good backup. You know, he's probably one of the best backups in the league. But yeah, you've got to feel sorry for him, the fact that he's done pretty well, although they're, they've not got a great record. was that? A, 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 what's the record? I've no, got it to handle it. The five wins this year? Four, Four and seven. Four and seven. He's, you know, he's played well for, you know, a lot better than a lot of the people expected, so... they uh,
3: so the 13th overall ranked offence. So well, I don't know well, what well, that's to do with the Russian game, but...
0: Well, <laughs> especially had... when you've got Nick Chubb running for, like, 500 yards a game, so... That's...
1: <laughs> but he has got multiple two-touchdown games as well, or multiple touchdown games this season as well, so it's not as if they've totally relied on Chubb as much as they do. He's still doing his part.
0: Yes, is, he is. And it'll be interesting just to see what happens when Watson comes back. Obviously, he's not played a lot of football in the last couple of years. You know, is he still going to be that elite talent he was before he... Yeah, okay, we'll move it, on. I'm not going to mention what he was up to. Be, to, to be, be fair, if you... Deviant,
1: if you but if, yeah, <laughs> allegedly. One, uh, allegedly. But it's been 700 days. I don't know about you, but if you try to do something that you've done for years and years and years and it still takes 700 days off i'm pretty sure there's got to be some ring rust there you see me playing golf in september that's what it was
0: like
2: i suppose you saw a bit of him in the off season didn't you know it's an off season but it didn't look it looked too hot way back then cell, didn't he? so yeah. it'll be interesting to see you know what
0: like, did they just Go him and just give him essentially the rest of the season just as a sort of pre-season warm um, up for next year, blow the rust off. Or you know, if he ends up playing like an absolute bag of nails, do they bench him and bring Jacoby back in? You know, I don't
1: I don't think you can when you're paying him that amount of money. That's also very like true. if you're paying that amount of money <laughs> and he is available, he's playing. Now the NFL films crew are not gonna make him up, but they're playing him. He's, you've invested that amount of money. Could you imagine if they said, we're just going to ride out with Brissette this year? No chance.
0: It'd be glorious though, wouldn't it? We a dream.
1: <laughs> first, first snap, he's like, something terrible, some terrible injury befalls him, unfortunately, and Brissette's back in. I thought it was that's, quite... Sorry, mate. I was going to say, that's what we're all hoping for, really.
0: Oh, that's why I thought it was quite fitting. Did you see the thing that there was a skunk loose underneath the, the <laughs>
3: Cleveland Browns dressing
0: room? I was like, that's a sign that there's something stinking about to happen in Cleveland, isn't it? <laughs> that's
3: it. It's, it's, it's mental to think, though, when you're talking about a skunk and it's the 2nd thing in the ground. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Poor Brian. thinking of the names he's currently calling us. We love you, Brian. Not your team. Anyway, eh... Uh, Going to Tampa Bay side of the ball, Liam. What did you see for the Bucks and that offense? They're hot and cold, you they? know.
2: Yeah, they're really hot and cold. I think I think only, they've only had three games this season over twenty points. They just don't seem to be. I think I think even Tom Brady said it, they just need to score more points. They just don't seem to be consistent enough to do it. I don't know what's going on compared to last year when they were, throw he was throwing it all over the place, touchdowns go lower, So. And even with like Evans. I think they kept going to Evans for like a. breakup when going for, for like for a long, long throws down the sideline. But he was only like, he ended up with two catches, thirty-one yards. Your kind of main wide receiver tied up with that. Starting know Godwin, he he did well, but it's it's slightly worrying. Is Evans? You know, like Evans. What is he now? Twenty-nine, nearly thirty. I think maybe is it starting to, ten thousand yards though. Okay.
0: Did that ten thousand yard yeah. mark? True. True. So. You know, I, I saw a stat somewhere that Brady was held to zero points in his last seven drives. Uh, that's worrying, surely. You know, I've made a couple of bold predictions about Tampa and saying that they're going to the championship game. You know, I thought that was the kicking starter season with that win in Munich and going. And, you know, again, I backed the Bucks to beat the Browns. I think 10 of us did as well. I think there was only a couple, Stu and Brian, back to Browns. It's hard to see them now. Again, they're going to win the South probably with a losing record or even a 500 or I was going to say 500 but you can't finish in a 500 since that 17th game was brought in but more likely they're going to finish they're going to win the South with a losing record and they're still going to get a home playoff game. Again, will teams actually fancy playing them in the playoffs? Tom Brady in the playoffs at home regardless of what's happening right now. Probably not.
1: I, I kind of agree with you because is Tom Brady not still like fourth in passing yards? As bad as the books have been, he's yeah. not actually been bad. they have got a banged up O-line, which you can tell Tom's not really happy with a lot of things that's happened in front of him. You've got to imagine that some of these players are going to start getting fit. Like, we're forgetting that Godwin was out for the best part of like, a year. He missed most of the last season and he's not been fit. This season, so he's only really going to get sharper. Um, Evans, he's looked a wee bit off. I know they've lost Fernet as well, but they've got enough weapons round about them that they should still be. I th- I see them as being like a worrying prospect for a lot of teams. I think they're not playing well, but they're one of the ones that will always surprise you in the playoffs. Yeah.
2: As, you, as you see, you don't want to cop against Brady in the playoff game, do you? Really, so. Um, but other thing, I think kind of thing, injury. Talking about injuries was I think it was Tristan Burfs as well he got cut off in overtime. Yeah, it's another one sort gnarly, didn't it? Yeah, didn't that look good.
0: And again, though, if they can, we we kind of spoke about it in a previous show. we saying, well, again, if they can establish the run, then that makes them a joke That's when you're really going to see things open up. The play action's going to open up for Brady. But again, after that monster game that uh, Rashad White had. To then this game, they just looked unable to run the ball. Now, again, they're up against a pretty good defensive line. They've got Miles Garrett in there, and I think Clowney was back for this game as well. Uh can we take any from it? again, is there enough there to build on? You think they could go forward? What do you think, Murdo?
3: I don't know. I just I just don't know what to make of them at all. Like the They've got the players, they've got the weapons there, but just nothing seems to click for them, and that's, they just need to get that run game going. Like you're saying about, the, about White's big game, um, but then they don't don't utilize him against the, the Browns. Um, Lenny, like, is shown over his first few seasons in the league, like he's a quality running back, but he's underutilized. They need to they need to take the pressure off a how old is Don Brady now? 60. <laughs> oh, like, like, why are you putting that much pressure on him? I think they're, I think they're like ranked number one for like pass attempts in the league this season.
0: Yeah, like, but just, and, and Brady's played isn't? well enough. He has played well. He's he's missed a few. I'm pretty sure that the, he's had a few kind of ropey throws where he's missed the target, overthrowing, underthrowing. But again, for a forty-five year old, you're going to expect that, but oh, you're, going five, to, yeah. you're going to help him out
3: there. Well, yeah, like, I guess the question comes down to it as well. Is it Brucerians uh, Bruce Arians that they're missing, like the coaching side of it? Exactly. I because, was just made was, that
2: th- point. Yeah, there was some strange clock management right then. I think they had thirty two seconds left regular things. I had, and regular And then like timeouts left and didn't use them or something like that. It was crazy. Uh, yeah. It
0: was nuts. Todd nice. Bowles said something along the lines of, oh, didn't want to risk throwing an interception, whereas I think it was Warren Sharp put up bowl. Tom Brady has never thrown a fourth-quarter interception whilst tying or losing or something. No, whilst mm-hmm. tying or winning in overtime or fourth-quarter. Mm-hmm. Never. And he's 22 years mm-hmm. or something. You know, it was a, a rather thing. I mean, in that, and you're worried about him throwing an interception?
1: I mean, All the Tom, yeah. Tom's going to get help during the playoffs anyway because... He obviously got Odell Beckham flung off that plane so that he could stay in Miami. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, 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 for me, Tom's missing his, he's missing his friends, he's missing his secret worms. he's missing his Gronk, he's Edelman, he needs
1: he's no Antonio. Get,
0: he's not no got a security blanket in there that he's you know can hold on to, and that's where I think they're really falling down. Again, I think Todd Bowles, defensive head coach. Losing Bruce Arians, offensive head coach, I think that's really taken the, the swag at them a wee bit this uh, this season. So, uh, anything else, anyone else yeah, you want to add to that, Mando?
3: Yeah, just what you were saying there about the safety blanket. I think Godwin could be that safety bl- blanket for him. I think it was 12 or 13 passes are connected on, but it was all like a lot of them were underneath. He was getting himself free. So, if Godwin gets himself fit, you never know. Like, he could be his go-to guy. It's hard to see him
0: playing past this season, though. So maybe the boat sailed in that mm-hmm. one for me. to properly build up any real relationship with him. You know, you'll never know. He'll maybe on the phone to Gronk now <laughs> pleading for him to come back out retirement <laughs> one last time, last few seasons. Uh, stranger things have happened. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people have predicted that they thought Gronk may end up coming out of retirement sometime in December. Uh, so... Stay tuned. We'll see mm-hmm. what happens. Well, that re- that rounds up our top five games. Uh, I thought it was a cracking weekend. I said there were sixteen games in total. Uh, we'll just quickly run through some of these other ones. Was that was this Murdo? I can't quite see my, my contact lines are a bit blurry here. Giants. What was that? Twenty Cowboys. Murdo, can you help me out here? What was that famous score? It was twenty something. Is it eight? I see there. I, that,
3: I think you're I think you're um, shining new mics playing up. It's getting a bit, <laughs> a bit fuzzy. I'm not too sure what you're saying. <laughs>
0: no, the Cowboys kind of are looking sort of real deal there. Uh We have the Broncos ten, Panthers twenty three. Sam Darnold makes a, a winning return to that team. Again, they're only they're they're only one win behind the Bucks in the NFC South. They're actually still in the playoff hunt, which is just bonkers. Uh, Texans fifteen, Dolphins thirty. That's not as close as that when that game was done at half time. Jets 31. Bears. What was it? Grant. 10. That's that's disappointing. That's disappointing.
1: Makes I mean, if I, if ever there was an argument about MVP for a team that just shows Justin Fields is a guy. I mean, take him out the team, we score 10 points. We him in the team. We've been averaging over 30. MVP for the season thanks very much <laughs> <laughs>
0: you've got the voters convinced there that's it <laughs> uh, Falcons 13 Commanders 19 Chargers 25 Cardinals 24 that was a sum finish to that game as well wasn't it that was a uh, going for the, the two-pointer end there to win that one that was brilliant Uh we had the Rams ten Chiefs twenty Less said about the Rams the better. I'm absolutely done with them. I'm tired of speaking about them. Chiefs looked a bit sluggish. Looked like they just wanted to get and do the job and get the hell out of there. To be honest, without any, yeah. any controversy, I'm almost running
2: or... of touchdown red zone something, sort of but yeah.
0: didn't, really, didn't really matter. Oh, I, I missed it here. Sorry, I Patriots twenty six Vikings and the refs thirty three. <laughs> um, that was miss. that
3: was such a good game. Cheated as so well.
0: Cheated. No, the zebras. We know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> um, not that I'm bitter than anything, but I, yeah. Yeah, that was that was horrendous, what you call them. But it was a fun game to watch. But uh Patriots were a bit of a basket case a team as well. Uh, moving on, we're gonna we get to Saints shut out against the 49ers. They were thirteen. Just what you kind of get for the Saints. They've got a decent defense there offensively, they're a bit all over the place. The Eagles. 40, Packers 33, that was, did you watch any of that one Liam?
2: Uh, I didn't. Uh, I thankfully didn't stay up for it, glad I was over the pond, but I did I did watch it, it was uh, yeah, our, de- our defence, it was, I think I've said this before in this podcast, The defence was meant to be what we were standing on, our run defence is, is non-existent, and if Fields plays next week I'm a bit worried, to be honest with you. <laughs> Okay, again, I
0: think you can just kind
2: of write off the season.
0: You know, yeah. I, th- I think the Vikings can actually win the NFC North. I
2: think they, yeah, I think they swing. can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think if, if the Lions lose or something like that,
0: something yep. like that. So. so, a wee bit of help there. And again, that one can be wrapped up for them, which isn't no surprising. It's just a matter of time, really, isn't it? Yeah. And just to finish up the games, last night's game there, it was Steelers 24, Colts 17. Again two teams I'm not really that interested in. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens next year with the Steelers, you know, young quarterback, young wide receivers, young running back, you know, they can grow well together. This season is just a wee bit too soon for them. I think it's got to bend up uh make Tomlin's first losing season, to be honest. But there's a bit of hope there, somebody you kind know, of working with.
3: Pickett and Pickens look so good together. Yeah. And that's only going to grow, so... So well, that's what saying yeah. I think
0: it will be interesting to see just what it does turn out with them. Colts, again, I'm you know finished talking with them, Jeff Saturday, just showing up that you just cannot exactly, you need to take a time out, you need to manage the clock better than that. But yeah, was there anything else that really caught your eye in these other games here?
3: Just on the back of Jeff Saturday not taking any time outs, I would like to rescind my bet that the Colts are going to make the playoffs. <laughs> 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 No, in <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll that. Uh,
0: but no, I, I don't know about you guys. But if there's anything, she's what to finish up there. That was a, it was a crank week of football. Some really crank games. I, I just felt such a weird sort of week. You know, there was never really standout games on paper. And apart from, I always fancied the Bills' lines. I thought that was going to be a bit of sure, a bit of fun. But you know, I don't think any of really predicted Seattle Raiders, for example, would have been a kind of game to watch out for, or even the Chargers Cardinals game. Uh, yeah, it was it was fun to watch.
2: You any final thoughts on it, Liam? I just see I think it's just a a good long weekend, really, of, of all the te- all thirty-two teams playing, I think. So but it's really interesting to see where it, what who's going to push on now, really. I suppose it's coming to crunch time, really. So
0: yeah, go back to that Bill Purcell saying. That's yep. the season properly starting now after Thanksgiving. Murdo, wrapping up, my man.
3: Yeah, I think just touching on that as well. As Scott Hansen would say, it's the witching hour. And seasons turn into wins and seasons turn into losses for teams. So no, it's just exciting to see what happens. Um, yeah, and hopefully the Giants can snap this, this losing streak against the commanders this weekend. It's getting to that point now that I'm dreading Sundays instead of being excited for them again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but At least you're dreading it and it's December coming up soon. You know, usually you're done by October, so just be the first, <laughs> done by the first game of the
3: season. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: well, about yourself, Grant? Just wrap up. Any final thoughts of the week? I just think it's interesting, again, we've been saying it all year, the NFC's still fairly open on who's going to get what seeded points. I think between the Vikings and Eagles, that'll be interesting to see who ends up the number one seed. Yeah. The AFC... I think we all kind of know what teams are going to be there or thereabouts, but that NFC is going to be interesting.
0: I think the AFC playoff picture, the wild card's going to be interesting. There's a lot of teams just hovering around about there. You know, at one point, I think the Patriots were out last week, the Jets may have been this week. The Chargers are hanging about there. Yeah, it's not going to take a lot for a lot of big changes. So, It'll definitely be interesting to see what happens going forward, but anyway, guys, thanks very much. That's it that for this episode of the Gridiron Crew. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, be sure to give us a rating, a following, and all that good stuff. Uh, again, love to hear from you all on social media. So please find us there on Twitter at Gridiron Crew. Drop us any questions, predictions, uh, yeah, even slag us off when we all pick uh, Seattle to beat the Raiders. And uh, yeah, we love to hear all that. Keith and the crew will be back on Friday for the week 13 preview show. Until then, I'm Danny McVeigh and from Grant, Liam and Murdo, thanks very much for listening.